And we are live on a Tuesday night, end of March, getting into spring. Beautiful day. Kurt Valenti, Jennifer Valenti, all in on high school sports. Good evening. Um, I'm going to stop this right out of the gate with the with the, with the shirts because Kenny's getting. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God, what did I say? We were going to have an all-in shirt and a K&K shirt. We did. And we go to sit down and what happens? We forgot. We forgot. So, you know what? But I will be the bigger person. I will take the hit because um, we have a little promo of what we were going to show. <laughs> um, but I will promise, I am promising the K&K shirt is on tomorrow night. Promise. But we did, we really did have the all-in and the K&K shirt to show because before we get going tonight, go ahead, Hoops. This is all you. Our uh, friend Coach Breslin at DMK Apparel for all of your uh, sports apparel needs, uh, embroidering, screen printing, uh, accessories, shirts, I mean, anything. And I can't say it enough. Easy to work with. Um, great products. And just uh, all around, you know, it's been it's been a pleasure, and the products have been great. So, um, DMK Apparel, check them out if you're looking for something. You got your sports season coming up. They can do online orders. Um, you know, anything you know will suit your needs for what you need. Absolutely. And um, again, our K and K shirts just came in. They are for sale. We're gonna have some all in shirts for sale eventually. Um, Kenny's saying, Coach, I can't wear mine yet. I don't have mine yet. Uh, he said, thanks so much. We're only kidding, Kurt. But I know, but I, you know what? We did. We did. So what's going on on our show tonight? Well, tonight we're going to be welcoming um, Coach Daniel Farina from the Becton High School Wrestling Program, and he will be joined by one of his female senior wrestlers, a very decorated athlete, uh, Isabella Frezzo. So we're excited to, to have them on the show this evening. Back-to-back. Um, most outstanding wrestler yeah and um, champion at the uh, bergen county girls invitational absolutely so. so we'll be ready we're definitely excited to talk a little wrestling tonight maybe i'll get some pointers because uh maybe you and i are gonna have like a, a wrestling <laughs> match so oh my God, you won't last six yeah. seconds you'll be pinned instantly okay. yeah but um <laughs> besides that you know we got hey it's march it's march madness but Spring is hey, spring is here. Beautiful days, like we said. Sis was commenting, saying no Bama shirt, no Bama <laughs> shirt on this set. But um, you know, we're gonna get into it before uh, we talk some Beckton wrestling. We want to get into a couple little. Um, we're gonna get into a little some new topics, like a little debate. But before that, we want to debut, not debut, but talk about what we're gonna debut in the upcoming weeks you want to handle that sure we uh would like to add some segments uh periodically to our show um we have both been fortunate enough to coach with be coached by um what we're calling you know coaching legends so we would definitely like to feature some so those coaching legends who we've been fortunate enough you're you're going to be on our hit list we'll be hitting you up to feature absolutely you on the show. however if you you know we love to feature again we like to give a voice to programs athletes uh coaches so if there's somebody we have all our social media links on the bottom of the screen so please if there's a coach that you know that is not uh you know someone that we could reach out to directly please uh forward the idea along we would love to feature them as well yeah and what we want to do is have the coach the former coach we're calling him the legend coach yeah maybe get some former players mm -hmm. to come on yeah. maybe you know a former athletic director yeah. or administrator right. and um 
just you know give those people they're doing and see kind of what they're doing now right, and right. uh go Which back actually, until you know w- i'm sorry no i was gonna say it leads us into the other segment we would like to do is the where are they now so right uh other decorated high school athletes or teams championship teams from the past um you know kind of again relive those those days uh see what they're up to now exactly like you said before and um again you know it's uh a lot of the programs we've had on always pay their due diligence to who came before them, mm-hmm. you know, and it's nice to, um, you know, see what those people have done in the sport uh, and remember that and kind of kind of honor them in that way as well. So, um, so we you know, can't have to, Coach Breslin on again because he's still technically a, a coach. So, you know, he's, you know, and he's a, a legend, legend, you know, but, yeah. but we, we're going retired legends, <laughs> retired legends. Um, but, and then also courtesy of our great friend, Mr. Kirkpatrick, uh, co-host of the K and K sports show saying, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the greatest high school sports show on earth. <laughs> Coach Breslin is also saying, what's up everyone looking forward to another good show. Um, he usually gives us the Kenny five, like his rank five. So tonight we're all, we're not only going to just rank his five, we're going to open it to the audience throughout the night. And he went off a little, he said, he's not up-to-date with the whole winter sports season, so that's okay. That's okay, Mr. Kirkpatrick. He switched it up a little he bit. He switched it up, and his question tonight, for we'll ask the, you know our coach, Isabella, uh, Coach Farina, but for our audience also, listen, Gatorade's a big thing. You have it on the field, you have it off the field, practice. So we're asking, Mr. Kirkpatrick wants to know, what is your favorite Gatorade flavor? Give me your top five. All right, so rank your five. Do you have your five right now? I'm going to be honest. I am so old school with Gatorade that I am struggling to get five. I can give you my top three. Okay. Number three is the, um, I don't even know, I guess it's Fruit Punch, the red one. I'm going mm-hmm. old school. It is. And then my mm, second mm, one is the uh, Lemon mm, Lime. Mm. That's the yellow one, right? Yep. And then my hand. No, down. Lemon Lime is green. Oh, what's the yellow one then? It's that, not lemon. It's not lemon. I am it's not sure. But the yellow one, so we'll just go with yellow. And okay. then my top hands down favorite that I would get above those, those don't even pale in comparison, is orange. Okay. So if I had to go with like five, I'd have to get into like so like a blue raspberry or like and that okay. ice one. Yeah, but I, I don't I don't even know. That's that's the sad thing. Orange all the way. My five or my five is gonna be this is one I haven't seen this in probably 10 years possibly there was a flavored called lemon ice at one point okay. it was a gatorade lemon ice so that's right. gonna go that's gonna be my number five number four fruit punch number three lemon lime number two is orange and number one is my glacier uh freeze the blue uh all time i just remember i remember at, like saint mary's we would come off we have the gatorade always get the cup you know watch <laughs> film drink it drink it wasn't good because it was you know watch the weight but still <laughs> Uh, Kenny's saying lemon lime, glacier cherry, fruit punch, orange, and glacier freeze. So glacier freeze is my number one. So um, that's for the um, that's for the interactive tonight. We'll right. go through that a little wants bit. To drop their their favorite, even if it's just one. Absolutely, let us know the Gatorade flavor. Um, so what we're gonna do next is we got a couple. You know, before like I said, before we get into the wrestling, we have a couple topics. And um, when we're saying topics. We basically said, um, how has high school uh, sports changed now for the present and what possibly in the future? 
Also, um, kind of the, the perfect segue tonight because our featured guest is a female wrestler. And in the past couple of years, female wrestling at the high school level has, uh, I'm going to use the word kind of exploded yes. a little bit because yes. I feel like it was um, maybe there was one or two girls <clears throat> wrestling, um, you know, wrestling against boys. Uh, there was maybe one or two here or there. Now, fast forward just in a few short years, and we have their own tournaments there was the bergen county tournament they are have their own division in the state tournament now as well i have friends who have young wrestlers and they say the girls division at these clubs like of the young girls is just the numbers are insane so you know will there be solely varsity girls teams at the high school level in the future rather than just again like a couple of girls on the team you know so uh, yeah. Coach Breslin saying he likes the blue kind. That's the glacier freeze. <laughs> nice. Purple, sure. I believe, grape, red, orange, and green. Coach Breslin is saying for the future, streaming. Mm. Everyone will want this no matter what moving forward. Yeah. Great point. We mentioned it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I think it's just an awesome idea. I mean, I, I you know, whether whether you're busy, whether you have you're older, you don't want to be out in the cold. You know, I watched Numerous games this year where people were streaming it on Facebook, streaming it on YouTube. You know, Coach Breslin does an awesome job at Hawthorne. You know, I watched the Garfield Hawthorne football game uh, while we were doing a, a K&K show one night or which, whatever we were doing, we we're watching the Garfield Hawthorne game. And that's just an awesome feature. It, ex, you know, it, it brings it to another level of, hey, did you see that game? Yeah, you did see that game. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love when it was always – the state championship finals and they're at MetLife and they're, you know, you can purchase the games and you can watch, you know, the Ramapo Wayne Hills game and whatever. I remember watching Linares and Cedar Grove a couple of years ago. Um, they also did that with uh, my sister Jody, who uh, was coaching at um, Immaculate Conception where they had the tournament of the TOC games on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were able to stream that stuff. So well, even from, and you're noticing at all age levels now that's happening. Like you said, there's people who are just, doing it on Facebook Live while Mm -hmm. they're there. You have people setting up a camera and doing a Zoom link for people who can't make it due to COVID restrictions. The other nice part is if you do belong to a streaming service and you have a subscription, you can watch it live, of course. But if you're unable to see it at that time, you can go back back, and watch it. So, you know, you have have that flexibility of not having to go to the game if you can't get there, uh, watching it from the comfort of your home, and, of course, watching it on your own time if you want to see someone play. So there's really, you know, that's, that is a great, great point of where we're going in the future. So just a couple of, uh, of ones that we're saying like that have happened or in the works or presently that have presently changed. Okay. We mentioned it again, girls wrestling their own state tournament bracket. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You know, um, like you said, it has exploded. It gives them, you know, Hey, you know, here's your boys bracket. And now girls, they have your, you have your own bracket. It's exciting. We'll, we'll ask Isabella, um, you know, she was uh she finished third last year. We'll get into that. And um, you know, to have your own bracket to like you said, to not only just say, Okay, now there's a girls wrestling, it's here's your bracket, you're down in ACU experience and stuff. So that's awesome. Number two, girls flag football league that's mm-hmm. starting. Mm-hmm. I believe it was six or eight teams this year are starting. What's yeah. your thoughts on that? Again, anything that provides these kids an opportunity to play something that they're passionate about or you know gets develops a passion or an interest in them i think is a great thing so i think that's fantastic 
you know, and it's more, and, uh, you know, our first two examples happen to be like girl sports, but, you know, it is beyond that. You were saying some of the, the football changes were, you know, um, the ability, if you have the technology for right, instant replay. And I want, I, I wish coach Breslin can, uh, comment in and just give me a little, but I do know there have been, um, there are some games. I don't know if it's everybody. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I do know there's been games where they've gone and you could check. I, I believe there was like iPad set up and, uh, they can go back and check an instant replay, which I, you know, hey, instant replay has all the major sports on the college level, on the pro right, level. Right. It's a big thing. It changes. Listen, referees aren't perfect. They're going to miss calls. So to go back and to get something that's watched, right. What game did we just watch? I can't remember if it was a professional. I can't remember if it was the Knicks or if it was during March Madness where the referees actually, you know, and again, I'm not saying that. They, they missed two calls, but they went back to the replay. It was about possession in a close game. You know, those, it was a college, those things one of the matter. College, yeah. but it was two, two back-to-back yes. key possessions at the end of a close game. You know, so the, the instant replay factor is interesting. You see a lot of those things start professional, filter down to college, yep. and then ultimately end in high school. So. Coach Breslin saying we have huddle sideline. Yes, both teams have to have the technology in order to do okay. it. Um, and, and the next one, which is the big one, which again is what they're starting to do in Jersey. And we've heard it, you know, with other states is the true, uh, a true state champion in football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you know, you, you, you always hear people say, okay, Texas does it. They do it. Blah, 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 blah. Jersey's got so many sectional champions. So that's something that, you know, in the near future is going to change. They're looking forward to changing that. Um, well, I, I happen to coach and play two sports that are still, not that every sport isn't constantly evolving, but the rules changes are really dramatically changing the sport. I'm going to date myself a little bit here. When I played lacrosse when I first started, there were no boundaries, you, natural boundaries. So if you, let's picture a high school field that has a track around it, right? There wasn't a hard line. Like you didn't step out when, we, when I first started playing. If you got near a natural change you were called back in and you kept possession of the ball they just they just wheeled you back in you didn't even lose possession of the ball so add hard boundaries and you could pack everybody down into you know the scoring area you could take your whole team down there so some changes were the hard boundaries and what was called a restraining line which made it like a 7v7 which are huge changes when you think about playing playing that game you know another change for lacrosse that could down come down the pike was that which is at the collegiate level and there's always talk of it coming to high school is a shot clock in lacrosse which of course is something in basketball yes. high school could be a major change that could be coming that's constantly I, I in think, discussion as well i would say yes uh one more that uh that is presently happening is the njic in football and we've seen beckton they've they won it last year but they have which is awesome how they have the conference, like, uh, they take the conference winners and they do it kind of like an SEC, uh, ACC championship style. Mm-hmm. They play, I think they take the four with division winners, they play a semifinal game, and then they play a final. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you look at college football, championship weekend, Big Ten championship, Big 12 championship. You know, can more, can more conferences somehow do that? where you're playing one side and another, and then you play for the, you know, the true, ch- you know, I, again, I would love Coach Breslin's opinion on that, where you have, you know, in your division, you know, do you just run it through and, hey, we're the best team, or do you say, who's one and two, play them in a championship, right, right. or what this side, this side, and play it that way? Um, 
Coach Breslin saying, Jenny, do you think a shot clock in lacrosse could increase chance of getting teams beat with a higher score? Yeah, well, you know what, Coach Breslin, that is a really good point because especially in high school, uh, unfortunately, yes, because you're not going to be able to stall. You know, uh, you would for the, I believe it is a 90-second shot clock in women's lacrosse. So you would have a minute and a half. But, yeah, you know, I don't know. It could go, I mean, do you just turn the ball over, you know, rather than score? I mean, I don't know. That would be, it would be a, a tough thing. It would really, we would stall for minutes at a time, you know, to take time off the clock when we were up up by a lot. So no, that's a good question. It it creates that possible dilemma for sure. Absolutely. I think basketball, I, I think it has to happen. I really do. I just think, you know, you, you, you get to so many games where you watch some teams and they're just holding the ball for three and four minutes and like stalling. And it's just, it, it takes away from the game. I mean, like, it, it, it really does. I mean, you know, we're watching an NCAA tournament you know, a game could be up by four points and the game's over. I mean, it's got to be quick-paced action. That's something I think they have to do that ASAP. Do know. it soon. I don't I don't, I don't. know. I feel like it is um, not having the shot clock. And when you are, again, I've been on both sides, the team that needs to stall because we're up by a lot, and I've been the team that needs, that's been overmatched. And I will tell you, one of the most exciting victories of my career was over a top, state the top state ranked opponent we were unranked and we called it operation moo because we milked the clock and we held the ball i'll tell you we won in a close and you know what that hey come out and pressure me you have kenny saying hey hey kurt jen sounds like tony bennett (laughs) you know what i mean i'm just listen we could talk about i just think that it, it it's it that's not the sport you know, it's just, it's not the sport. That's interesting because you, why is that not the sport? It's a game of possession. It's a game yeah, of but possession. Yeah, but I'm saying you so have we, to shoot. We possess the ball. But you, you have to shoot was, in a certain time. But if time. it was a close game, you would say like, and they're going to sit back in a zone and I'm in man-to-man in basketball or I'm outside. They're going to sit back in a zone. I'm going to, I have the lead. I'm going to hold the ball up half court, come out and play me. Right, you know, but like, that's like saying. It's, it's a chess match. Right, but that's like saying, so that's like saying, okay, so my basketball team is, I'm loaded offensively. I, I could score. I'm, you know. Uh, whatever yeah, I got with me. So hold on. I but, but, a, I call it a coaching. Okay, but let me so, but, but let me give you the equivalent to that. On, so let me give you the equivalent to that. At some point, that your team has to play defense, and you have to defend me. That's mm-hmm. like in football, where listen, the other team's offense is sick. It's awesome. It's very hard. I mean, our offense just can't stay on the field for the whole game. We have to run plays. We either Again, score or punt, specific... and now our defense has to stop them. Th- that's you're, just. You're... You're comparing apples and oranges. That's specific to that sport. You're absolutely right. In my sport, listen, it's hard to maintain possession. You know, you you in the sport of lacrosse, you're constantly double teaming. You're, you can check. You can, you know, right. there's body contact. There's a, you know, so, yeah, the pressure was on that other team to take us out I'm of that I'm saying more basketball. And they didn't. Well, we're talking about all sports, though. I was specific in the sport that I yeah. spoke about was lacrosse. So, uh, but getting into get uh, Coach Breslin saying it does give teams an advantage if they can hold the ball for an extended period of time. If they are limited but have the ability to hold the ball, it can help. To change that, the other team should press and play tight man dig. Right, right, exactly. Coach Breslin, my game strategy was to possess the ball, right? If they don't have it, they can't score.
score. It's that simple. Possessing the ball for that long is not easy either, number one. Number two, yeah, now I put the onus on that coach to change up her game plan and press us to get the ball back. And you know what? We had to still defend. You know, we had a, it's a hundred Can I play field. devil's advocate? Because you say what you just said. She had to. No, no, no. Your, your goal, what you wanted to do was, your game plan was, you just said. Possess the ball. Okay. In football, you want to possess the ball, yeah. right? So it, how do you possess possess the Again, ball? Wait, wait, wait. You ru- wait, but you, you run the ball. You No, 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 right. But I'm saying you, but in reality, though, possessing the ball is, hey, four yards, five yards, four First downs. Keep the clock running. First downs. But if you don't get a first down, Again, you're punting that ball. Understood. You can't just go and say, I can't understood. say I want the ball. for. I got to do something I'm for gonna 12 say, minutes. I'm going to say the same exact thing that I said to you earlier. That is specific to that sport. That's all. I'm not saying that it works in every We're sport. We're going to argue I'm over giving, this for good. I'm giving you a specific example of a sport that I coached and played, and that was a strategy and a strategy that I employed when I felt that we were severely overmatched, and it worked. Kenny, Tony Bennett, ask Tony Bennett what happened Saturday. They're still figuring out versus Ohio. Right. Well, you know what? That That's again. okay because they still got the championship banner hanging up they in, do. in the, they in the do. arena. So Kenny's saying, I can't believe I agree with Kurt, but if you're down changing your offense on the spot comes back and hurts you more than helps you. Okay. but So let me get one more thing. He does agree with me. That's that's a weird. Again, it's going to be a weird night. I'm not specific. That's specific to football. We, we have this conversation all the time that a lot of – our experiences are different and how we would handle things because they're specific to our sports. I I understand that it would be different in football. I understand that. You have a lack of ability to understand. No, no, but it's, it could be but it's in, in any lacrosse. sport. It's in any no, sport. No, but it's, it's, it's like It's like softball. Like, hey, okay, but I got to get up. Not. I got to score runs. At it's, some point, I have to go and play defense. But it's different. It's, it's just. No, see, that there's, it's, again, it's, basketball and lacrosse are very simple. Like ice hockey, where you're able to, like, possess and move the ball around. And, you know, the other team has to force you to turn it over. Like, there's no one on one like in football you have to go down the field you can't you know you can't go around the back you know in in lacrosse like we can actually pass around the perimeter of the field like it's very different the possession as even though the goal is to possess and have more possession right. time the actual act of possessing the ball is different but i guess my point possession possession Possessing the ball, I understand, but I'm saying in basketball, it's just absolutely ridiculous when somebody's just holding a ball for three minutes without gonna, putting up ready? a shot. I'm, I'm going to say this. To, that is ridiculous. I'm going to say this to to our audience and um, Kurt, um, Kurt, Kenny, and Coach Breslin. You will both appreciate this comment that when we've had this, because we've had this discussion before on several occasions, right? Would you agree? We've had this discussion before. Yes. Right. And um, you have said things like, "Well." It just I did I game plans all week. Well, yeah, and that's my job as the coach against you is to make you uncomfortable in your game plan. You know, I'm right. I'm working against your game plan, and that's that's what coaching is. And again, that I'm gonna have an answer. Carl Ross, if this was PTI on ESPN, you two would have run out of time with this topic. But look, great point, coach. But great, getting back to this though, okay. Here's one more thing I came up with because before, this is not even how we meant no, the conversation no, no, no. But to go. before March Madness, right? Before March Madness, and you know we have there's a bunch of coaches listening, mm-hmm. okay? You have conference tournaments, right? In football, like I said, the NJIC does it awesome, just like college football does it. 
Is it possible in high school basketball, can you do a conference tournament right before a state tournament? You know, a three-day thing, it's a tournament action. You might have some teams who, hey, I have no shot of going to a state playoff, but I'm going to be in a tournament action. I might be able to win now the, you know, the, the Patriot division. I might be able to win this division. Can some can you do that in basketball, or is it way too much? Uh, I yeah, that that's my only thing is um you know what are you sacrificing in order to do it? You know um I don't know. I kind of like how it's done in high school right now with where your conference play you know is important. Um, the time factor, you know, like what would you have to give up to incorporate that? Which is, we always talk about that in football. You know, the time, the scheduling is so tough. Right. Um, the the wear and tear on the kids. It's a long basketball season. You know? And then my last one would be potentially, could they ever do something where like an NCAA tournament, like a March Madness, where it's like, hey, right now you have the Bergen County tournament, Jamboree. You have the Passaic County, the Morris County. Then you have your, you know, this is the group three. Could they ever have it where, I know there's a tournament of champions with the champions, but could they ever look into something where it's like the whole jersey's open, they're going to rank them one to 64. <laughs> I mean, just throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. I mean, I, I suppose that's really what they do because they do have a tournament of champions. They just do it rather than north, south, you know, uh, east, uh, west, and midwest, and south. Right, like but I'm saying, could they do one, that? Group two, group three, group four. I mean, in essence, aren't they already doing that? I would love to see, I would love to see a, I would love to see a conference tournament. I just think that would be so awesome. You know, like, here's your NJIC, whatever, boom. You know, you have it. Now, the thing is, what if you win that, what do you do? You know, like, where does that, just say, you know, like, hey, you've had sub right. Georgetown wins the Big East. They're they going go to, to the, the right. are they right. going now to a playoff? Are they in the playoffs because of that? I think that's that would a little be the hard thing. to uh, to make in high school, but Kenny's we, saying maybe an NIT uh, style tournament, Kurt, for the teams not in the state. Oh, the biggest issue would point. be the travel yeah. for schools. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I'm in a bubble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is in a bubble. All right. Well, we do have our our guests from. Beckton, All right. So let's so. let's us stop talking and bring exactly. our more important let's, let's people hear what in the tonight. People really want to hear. <laughs> right. That was a good topic, though. It was a good topic. Yeah, a very good topic. And Coach Breslin, of course, is always all over it. All right. We have our guests with us this evening. I would like to welcome uh, from Becton High School Wrestling, uh, head coach Daniel Farina, his second year at the helm of the program. Hi, Coach. How are you? How's it going, everybody? Good. Hey, Coach. And he brings yeah. with him his uh, senior wrestler, Isabella Frezzo, a highly decorated wrestler. Isabella, allow me to tell the audience a little bit about you. I'm sure I'm going to leave something out. Uh, she was the 2020 North Jersey Girls Wrestler of the Year. She is the two-time Bergen County Girls Wrestling Invitation invitational champion and the tournament's most outstanding player last year as a junior she took second in the region and third in states as well as being a highly competitive martial arts um in jujitsu next year she will be attending if i'm not mistaken isabella's recently uh been uh determined right uh new jersey city university is that correct did i get those correct <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to both of you. Thanks so much for coming on tonight. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming on. And, and we're lucky you just came on because we were getting in a heated, heated debate, debate about some <laughs> high school sport topics. We A wrestling match almost started here. So we're lucky you guys came in. But um, I, I'm, all, I'm all for the four corners myself. Uh, for, uh, <laughs> you were listening. All right. <laughs> there you That's go. Kicking it old school. Yeah. There you go. Uh, a couple, A couple of comments real quick. 
um, before I get going with you guys. Um, Tommy Mulligan, Coach Mulligan, saying Coach Farina, giving a shout-out. Uh, Coach Breslin is saying, hi, Coach Farina, keep up the great work. Coach Breslin is also saying congratulations to Isabella. Becton Football is saying, so proud, yay, Izzy, you too, Farina. So thank you, Becton Football, for watching. Nice, very nice. And thank you guys again for uh, coming on. So, Coach, I'll start with you. Um, can you just give us a little overview of this year's uh, wrestling team at Becton? Well, right now we got a very young team, very inexperienced team. Uh, because of COVID, we uh, lost uh, some kids who were uh, obviously uh, nervous about coming out in light of a pandemic. And, uh, you know, this year, the group that has come out, we have a, we have a small core of about 13 kids. But since uh, February 1st, we've been doing uh, Zoom workouts. And all the way up until now, the enthusiasm of those 13 kids that have stuck it out has been nothing short of amazing to watch. Um, and they're getting at, it, getting at it in the room. They're focused. Uh, they're enthusiastic. And uh, they're all buying into uh, what we're trying to sell over there at Beckton Regional right now, which is, uh, you know, we want to be a team that's known for, even if we're not the most talented, um, you're going to leave the gym knowing that you were pushed to the brink and uh, you will you will work hard. And that's uh, what I try to preach to the kids every single day that they're in the room. Uh, coach, uh, coach, we're getting a uh, comment from a Tom Nieves or Neves. I'm not sure how to say that. Nieves, Nieves. Nieves. Uh, just saying, Coach Farina, keep it up. Kenny Kirkpatrick, our friend, great friend from Maryland. Great job, Coach, and congratulations, Isabella. Nice. My question, Isabella, is for you. I was wondering if you could share with us a little bit about um, your experience starting at a young age in martial arts and then competing in jiu-jitsu, and then what eventually led you to kind of getting involved in wrestling as well? Yeah, so when I was really small, obviously, I had started my martial arts career at a young age, and I feel like that was really uncommon, especially even just having young kids start in martial arts is really uncommon, but especially for a girl. And then as I got older, like, for me, it wasn't anything different. It was just, that was just normal for me. And uh, as I got older, uh, I mostly trans transitioned into wrestling to help my jiu-jitsu. And then now I'm using my wrestling for the rest of my life because I'm going into, you know, use it in college and going to college to wrestle. So that's how it's kind of all transitioned into together. Very good. How did you get started in jujitsu? If I read correctly, it was like, you were like two or three years old. Am I right about that? Yeah. So I had started boxing with my dad at home because he wanted to teach me self-defense and uh, I had taken a strong liking to it. And he really loved working with me just, you know, at home for fun and just it was good for self-defense purposes and then I had moved on to some street fighting like at a little tiny gym right around the block from my house and then at seven and a half I started jiu-jitsu because my chiropractor had recommended it and uh, ever since then I just have been stopped. And with your wrestling um, you started that in middle school is that correct? Yeah I started that in eighth grade. And was it um Again, just share with the audience if you don't mind. We were talking earlier about, you know, how um, female wrestling has kind of, and I use the word exploded, you know, because mm -hmm. there was maybe like a few girls competing and now you guys have, you know, your own, you know, state tournament bracket. So what was it like? Were you competing with the boys? What led you to be interested in it? Would you mind sharing that with us? Um, so when I had first started wrestling, there was only a few girls tournaments and it was kind of shoved in between in the boys uh state qualif 
qualifiers. So it was a little bit, you know, it wasn't really out there. A lot of girls didn't register in those brackets and it was a really small thing. And, you know, over the last about two years is it, honestly, it has exploded. I, I wouldn't take that word out because it has exploded. Um, you see the numbers rising like dramatically and it's crazy because you, I never thought that wrestling would for, for girls get so big so quickly, but uh, it really has. And it's really cool to see, especially at my age. And, you know, it's just, I never expected that, but here we are and girls are just taking over. So it's really cool to see. That's great. Thank awesome. You. Couple more comments. Uh, this is a comment from Twitter, uh, just with the handle Wildcat saying, so proud of Izzy. Then we then have Coach Longo saying, one of the most impressive athletes to ever walk the halls of Becton. And I'm not talking about Farina. Congrats <laughs> and continued success, Izzy. Farina is a right too. And Coach Coyne, the great Coach Coyne saying, Coach Farina, can I get a t-shirt? So. Definitely have to try to get him one, yeah. <laughs> He's a big fan of the free t-shirts. I know, I know. <laughs> Uh, my question is going back to um, Isabella. You're now the back-to-back -back most outstanding wrestler. I'm going to get this 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 uh, tournament done because there's so many words in this one. But back-to-back -back Bergen County Women's Coaches Association mm -hmm. Girls Wrestling <laughs> Invitational. I couldn't even get the words on the screen. But you're now the back-to-back -back most outstanding wrestler. What can you credit um, all that success to? Honestly, I'm going to credit that success to my jiu-jitsu coach, Fiona Watson, who is now the assistant coach at Becton because I've been with her since I was nine. And uh, Dave, I'm also going to credit David Cordoba, who I've been working with for the past about three years now. And I've been going to his club wrestling for the last two years really consistently. And I've been putting a lot of time over there. And that's how my wrestling really grew and got better from there. And of course, all the wrestlers at Becton and Coach Farina, who obviously if I wasn't at Becton training every single day, then I wouldn't be where I am because that's how I'm able to do these tournaments. So without them, obviously, I wouldn't be where I am either. Very nice. Coach, uh, the Becton Wrestling Program boasts several, you know, has, is, has a rich tradition, uh, you know, several district and league titles back in the early 2000s most recently. How do you impress, you mentioned you have a very young squad. How do you, like, impress yeah. this history upon, you know, the younger players in your program? I was just talking about, you know, the pride that it is to be a, a Wildcat wrestler um, every day. I mean, even when I was uh, younger, I used to coach the rec team, and, I just always talked about, you know, this is a school that's been in existence for 50 years. And for all 50 years, it's been a wrestling team. And uh, if you go into the gym, there's only uh, two other sports that have two banners worth of championships. And that's obviously football um, and and the bowling team. Got to give a shout out to uh, Mark Caprio, legendary bowling coach from Beckham Regional High School. But, uh, no, the you know, when you look at those banners and you look at the years and the time invested and, and you think about the work that uh, previous coaches put in to make this program what it is and the wrestlers that have come through this program, um, you know, we take pride in being a, uh, I like to say, a tough guy school. And, uh, you know, football, wrestling, they're two sports that are intermingled with each other. And uh, I think if you can impress upon the kids that, you know, th this is more than just a program that you are part of now, but has a rich history going back 50 years. Um, you know, some great names, uh, Nick Hughes, uh, Rich Vartan, Mike Santambrino that have been head coaches in this program. Um, you know, I'm humbled to be part of it. 
And uh, I try to talk about that from time to time to the kids themselves. And the way I coach is built on uh, that tradition as well. Very nice. Okay, I'm going to go back, Coach. I'm going to stay with you. Um, okay. As Jen said before, high school uh, wrestling for girls has grown tremendously the past couple of years. Where do you see it actually going from here? I mean, how much more can it explode? You know, what's your th thoughts as a high school coach and what you've just seen where the girls portion of wrestling has gone and where do you think it can go? I think, I mean, when you look at the, when you look at the numbers over one year period from the first state championship to the second year, and you look at the, the first year that they had the girls states, there were about 200 and change uh, competing for spots in Atlantic city. And a year later, that number is over 400. Um, I think exploding is the only word to describe it. Um, if you go to parts of South Jersey and West Jersey, they're already having conference uh, tournaments with girls teams exclusively um, at the uh, BCWA. It was an invitational. So there were schools from all over New Jersey that were entering it. Uh, Lakewood high school rolled up with a, an entire squad. It looked like it was a squad that was even bigger than, than our team. And uh, I think that's the future of New Jersey wrestling. I think we're going to see more girls divisions. I think you're going to start to see girls divisions competing for team state titles at the dual meet level. And, uh, you know, the tournament itself is starting to expand, even with COVID now, um, the way they're going to be doing regions. They're going to have two uh, eight-person eight uh, North region, Southern region, and uh, top four are going to go to the states. And uh, last year, it was only top three that would go to the states. So six girls were going. Now it's going to be eight. I think you're eventually going to see a brackets of 12 to 16 girls in within the next 10 years. Awesome. So, Coach, um, so now is there any schools in Jersey at all that are strictly like a girls wrestling team, or there's no teams that are like that right now? You mean you – mean, uh, they have only girls wrestling, no boys wrestling, or yeah, or just about or they're or they're separate. Is there anybody like yeah. that right now in uh, New Jersey? Yeah, no? there. Lakewood, I just mentioned. Uh, Jackson has a team. Uh, Jackson Memorial has a team, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you're looking all uh, mainly in mainly mainly in southern uh, New Jersey. It's it's actually been more popular. Short conference, to be exact. Uh, actually, as I said, has a conference tournament uh, that they competed. Um, so it's already starting to happen. It's not as big yet in Bergen County, but give it time. Okay. Um, you know, and with co-ops, you never know. I mean, uh, co-ops have, uh, have opened up some doors too. Even, uh, if you look at Lodi, Lodi and Immaculate Conception have co-opted, uh, for this season. I know it's right. because of, uh, COVID, but you might start seeing more teams co-oping to create full squads and, and make it more competitive. Nice. Um, Isabella, I think of you as a trailblazer for girls who are getting into wrestling. Um, you know, I, I work with a lot of um, women, not a lot, but some women who have sons who are wrestlers and one has, has little ones in elementary school and she's constantly telling me that at their club out in Buxton, like the number of girls that at the elementary school age that are wrestling is like insane, right? And I think that for them to see, I hope that I can share this clip and get some younger girls to see it because I think for them to see an athlete like you would just inspire them. So my question to you is, um, if you have the opportunity to give advice to a young girl who wants to get into wrestling, what would you tell her? I've had this question asked so many times. And <laughs> honestly, the best advice I could give is just do it and don't listen to what anybody has to say. If you really want to do it and you really want to try it, don't let anyone stop you because there's always going to be people that have something to say or they're going to tell you it's a bad idea or it's for boys and just just do it. Like if that's what you want to do and you know that's 
something that you want to set your mind to. It's a great challenge. It's something that, you know, not a lot of people want to step up to the plate and do. So if, if young girls are saying they want to do it, they really should just do it and not care what anybody thinks about it. Great advice. Awesome. Isabel, I'll come back to you. Um, now we get to the state tournament. You were third, correct, last year in the States? Yes. Okay. Uh, we know last year it ended a little controversial in the semis. So what are you looking forward to this year in the state tournament? And um, just what's your overall thoughts of, uh, you know, what you want to do in this year's tournament? I want to wrestle my match and I just want to get it done. And I'm really excited for this year because it's my last year and I want to showcase everything that I'm capable of doing. And I want to end my senior season with a bang. And, you know, I really want that title. So I'm coming hungry this year. Really, yeah. Awesome. Now, when does that start? April 10th. April. So we have the regions on April 3rd and the state tournament on April 10th. April 10th. Okay. Actually, that's a perfect segue because, Coach, I wanted you to speak to us a little bit about some of the um, changes and, you know, uh, things this year, you know, a little shortened season, you know, coaches getting creative and, and wrestling outside matches, um, kind of a modified state championship format, um, right? Only individuals, no teams. Could you speak to us a little bit about some of those those topics? Yeah. Um, so what they're going to be going to this year um, is they started March 1st with uh, practice for a month. We were in Zoom practices. Um, I had the kids coming on to, to Zoomings and we we're doing Zoom workouts. Um, and then practice started in room March 1st. We had two weeks of practice straight and then the season started. But what's been happening is because of uh, some cases that have occurred here and there, uh, you know, matches have been canceled. So you have to like reschedule and you have to scramble. And, and some days, you, you know, you think you're wrestling tomorrow and you're not. And sometimes you think you're wrestling in an hour and hour. you're not. You're not. And uh, what ends up happening ends up is uh, we have to constantly um, be on our toes to find out what's going to be happening next. Uh, in terms of the postseason, what they're going to be going towards is actually a type of super regional where instead of having eight regions and the top four from each uh, go to Atlantic City, making a uh, state tournament of 32 competitors per weight class, they're now going to have two regions combined each. So instead of eight, they're going to have four super regions. And uh, it's going to be basically like section one, section two, uh, section three, section four, or central, south, whatever you want to call it. Um, top four from each of those super regions is going to go to the state tournament all the way out in the uh, – I would call it one of the meccas of New Jersey wrestling, Phillipsburg High School. Um, and uh, the, the boys' tournament is going to be two weeks after the girls' tournament is wrestled. And uh, they're going to have uh, the uh, girls' tournament at Phillipsburg as well. But um, instead of the usual district, regional, state uh, placement, you take top three in the districts, you go to the regions, you take top four in the regions, you go to states. Um, they're actually going to have selection committees created and uh, it's going to be based on this season's performance of athletes and what they did in the previous season. That's going to have a lot of bearing on their uh, selection. Okay. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's more of a combination of uh, figure skating meets wrestling because you're going to have judges determining who's, you know, the top right, 16 right. or top eight. But, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's the best, uh, solution in, in a very uh, trying time. I mean, you know, you look at other sports. I even told Isabella the other day, you know, you're competing for a county title. Nobody else has had this opportunity in any other sport. And, right. you know, yeah. you look at other sports in New Jersey, there haven't been uh, any uh, opportunities for teams to compete for state titles. 
And here we are talking about a state tournament in three weeks. I mean, if you would have told me that um, almost a year ago, I would have looked at you like you had seven heads. (laughs) Uh, That's the truth. And, uh, you know, it's a testament to the NJSIAA's willingness to take a chance and uh, give these athletes an opportunity to do something which is uh, the ultimate goal of high school wrestling, which is an individual championship. Great. Thank you for uh, for that. That was very, very informative. Um, all right. Our next part, we're going to go into a little uh, a little rapid fire, we call it. So it's <laughs> some more fun, quick questions for you guys. You ready to start it off? Yes, I all am. Right. I just want to give me one second. All right. My first one for both you guys is uh, in the Carlstadt East Rutherford area. We'll call it the Becton section. By the way, this show is like, and I didn't even, I coach and Isabel, I swear I didn't do this. I just realized oh, I got a Becton, Becton College shirt on. Look at this. That's and I good. swear to God, I didn't do it. I did it. By the way, you got to add Maywood in there too now. Okay. Yeah, it's true. We got to put Maywood okay. in there. All right. So expand the area. All right. For so you know what? All right. So it will expand it. So I'm going to go Carlstadt East Rutherford, Maywood. Okay. Each of you guys, give me a pizza spot and an ice cream place that we could go to. Coach, why don't you go first? Then, Isabella, you can go second. All right. Uh, ice cream spot, the only place I really remember is Cake and Cone. Uh, it used to be the old Carvel and it became Cake and Cone. Uh, pizza, got to go with, uh, if you want a nice thin slice, you got to go Park Tavern. The Italiano family's been owning it for years. Um, and then uh, Mr. Pizza, Ralph's and if you can tell, I, I like food, so uh, any one of those pizza joints uh, will do. I would give, I would say, all three of those is like the, the big three. All right, what about you, Isabella? Pizza place in any of those areas, and an ice cream spot. I would say Ralph's is the go-to because it's right near Beckton, and it's right near my jiu-jitsu gym, and Cake and Cone because it's also right near Beckton and right near my jiu-jitsu gym. So they're go-tos because they're right there. There you go. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, who would you guys say for each of you is your role model or inspiration coach? You can answer it as an athlete or as a coach. You've been, uh, you know, uh, around some great coaches and, oh uh, or as a player, uh, whichever you prefer coach. <laughs> uh, who, who are you talking about? Your, Me or your first, your first coach. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Definitely got to go with uh, Carl Ross for football. Um, then my, was my coach from 12 to senior year of high school, uh, wrestling, Dave Farrell, my my uh, coach growing up, uh, Jimmy Murphy, another coach growing up, and uh, somebody who uh, you may have heard of before, Nunzio Campanelli. He was my uh, wrestling coach sophomore year of high school at Paramus Catholic. Um, you know, you got a guy who's now the, who's who can say he was the head coach of Rutgers football. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you don't get much many be- mentors better than that. And oh, I forgot uh, Vito Campanelli as well. Very nice. How about you, Isabella? I'm going to go with Fiona Watson on this one. I've been by her side for the last eight years. And honestly, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be where I am today without her. So honestly, she's the only inspiration and mentor that I look up to every single day. And yeah. Nice. Uh, Coach, you're getting yelled at by the Beckton football Twitter uh, account saying they only asked (laughs) for one pizza place for me. Hey, but we don't care. We'll oh, take right. three. We'll take three, Coach. We don't care about that. We need all the places we it's need. It's like he knew his audience. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Depends on what part of East Rutherford you're at. That's it. All right, Coach. Give me your best Becton athletic moment. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> probably beating uh, Hasbrook Heights this past year uh, to win the division um, at their place on uh, October thirtieth. Um, 
defeating them to win a division title is always, you know, as good as it gets. Um, it kind of started, I mean, we had a great season uh, as of, as of, as a staff. So I would have to, I would have to go with that one. Carl Ross is chiming in saying there is seven days in a week for coach and pizza. That's coach. I'm, I'm with you too, coach Farina. Cause to ask Jen, I could do pizza seven days too. Yeah. Um, and what about you, Isabella, your best Becton athletic moment? Uh, honestly, probably winning third in the States because in the, the last match, the third place match, it was a rematch from the regions where I think I had lost by one or two points in the, in the region finals. And uh, I had come back and won uh, like 11 to two. So it was really great to end the season with a win and take third. Nice. All right, my question for you guys is describe your pregame routine. Do you have any rituals? Is there something you do have to make sure you do? Coach, we're going to start with you. I pace uh, endlessly <laughs> and bite my nails. And uh, that's basically it. I mean, you can tell Isabella, like, even at the tournament the other day, you know, she's hanging out, you know, all calm as a cucumber, and I'm <laughs> getting my steps in, you know, pacing left and right. Um, you know, so that's about it. I, I you know. Pace, freak out, and hope for the best. <laughs> How about you, Isabella? Uh, I probably go to the bathroom about 15 times before the match. <laughs> and then uh, I'm usually bouncing around for about 10 minutes, just standing there, getting ready to go, warming up, and trying to look as calm as possible, but really nervous on the inside. But, I mean, everyone says I do a good job on looking pretty pretty calm and collected on the outside. So. There you go. Okay, my last one, Coach, you answer this as a coach and Isabella as an athlete. Your biggest fan or supporter, Coach? My wife and my mom. Okay, Isabella. My parents. Very nice. All right, and our last rapid, oh no, we're going to get a little, the oh, extra, our bonus question in there. We got a question for Thomas from uh, from uh, Thomas McGuire. Would love to know how long Coach Farina's end of practice talks take. <laughs> Isabella, <laughs> do you want to answer that one on air? <laughs> She's got a watch going. <laughs> I think the reaction says it all. That's it. All right. The last official question, the uh, most used emoji or meme on your phone. Uh, me? Yeah, um, coach. Anything with the like the little yellow face, uh, you know, whatever whatever face is is needed at that time. Laughing tears is, is usually a big one or you know, the one with the, the with the uh, smiling, looking like a uh, robot teeth one, you know, <laughs> making some random comment. Other than that, I, you know, whatever the mood fits at that moment. How about you, Isabella? The laughy face emoji okay. with the tears coming out of the, uh, out of the eyes. <laughs> nice, very nice. And Becton Football just put it out. Oh, there we go. Nice, perfect. <laughs> they just put that out. <laughs> that was like on cue. <laughs> on cue. I don't know <laughs> if they're answering now or no, or they're <laughs> asking about the talk. To somebody else, exactly. Yeah. That was good. Should we ask about the, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go ahead, you, you do the... Uh... And we had an interactive question where uh, Kenny Kirkpatrick from Maryland, who uh, he always gives us like a, a rank five for us to rank. So tonight um, he gave us a little different one off of high school sports. He gave us our top five, or if we can rank our top five Gatorades that we have had in the past. So if you guys are Gatorade fans, if you can just rank 
what flavor Gatorade you guys like, Coach? Uh, I have three. I don't have five, but if I had to add two other drinks, I'll go water, coffee. Actually, coffee's at the top, but then in between the two, I would go lemon, lime, orange, uh, fruit punch. And what about you? I would say red and then the white and then blue and then lemon lime, which is like the yellow green and then the pinkish one. See, I had to answer. I had to actually look them up because I didn't know the colors either. So when I wrote down, I wrote red, blue, green, and I had to see what flavors they were because I had no idea what flavors. Nobody they were. ever says them in flavors. No, it's I know. <laughs> it's the color, right? That's why orange is perfect. Just That's it. Orange and it's orange. <laughs> uh, well, Coach and Isabella, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Um, best of luck to you this season. Um, I know it's you know just gotten underway, and hopefully. You you know, everything kind of stays on track and smooth and uh, you guys are competing into that April state tournament. So uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us. Wait, coach, real quick. Uh, Carl Ross is saying coach Farina is being humble guys. Two great moments for him as a player and a leader was winning recreational Super Bowl and starting a 48 game winning streak and being part of the best defense Becton had in the early 2000s that Started three division championships in a row. Oh, very nice. Good little shout out there. Max, thank you. <laughs> and uh, Isabella, yeah. you're gonna be our first. We're gonna give. We're gonna. You're gonna be our first, because Kenny Kirkpatrick, who's my host, our other host on the our, our other sports show, is saying we want to give you the first. Uh, we don't have an all in on high school shirt, but we have a K and K sports show shirt. And he said you're the first one that we're gonna give away. So you're gonna be. Our, we will send you out a t-shirt of the K&K sports show which is uh like the brother or sister show of all in on high school sports so Becton football saying great job guys way to represent Becton good luck Izzy coach Breslin great job best of luck to you to both of you for the rest of your season exactly thanks so much guys so, we really appreciate good luck we're gonna follow you, you and and thank after you very you much win, we want to have you back on yeah absolutely we'd love to catch up with you again for sure Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Thank, Thank you, guys. you, guys. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. Thanks again. Good night, too. Take care. Bye. Thomas McGuire saying Becton has a lot of firsts on this show. It, it does. It's true. It, it, it is. True. Very true. Yep, yep. Start calling all in on Becton sports. <laughs> we were we were big uh No, listen, we love covering Becton. We love covering everyone, but yep. especially Becton. All the coaches are great. You know, the athletes are great. All the football players are great. Isabella was great. We appreciate them coming on. But, you know, it's so nice to see, in addition to just Coach Freya and Isabella being great guests and speaking about their program, is the support from the other coaches and yes. teams and the high school in general. It's just it's so nice to see. That is what high school sports is all about. It's so nice to see those kids be supported. Great support system for that program and for the players. So that, yeah. that's really, and, and you really know nice to see. You you made a, you asked, asked her a great question about being like a pioneer you know mm -hmm. like it hasn't even hit yet like when it's years later on right, right and it exactly. goes back you know and it's like man like look what she did like yeah. you know for the program and for the sport it's gonna be you know right. like it's like really gonna hit she's living it now right you know? so but like you're saying when in when she's a little older and can and has the, you know the ability to look back exactly right so. like there's like you're saying how many people are gonna you know like i want to be like her you know i'm right, trying to right. say see what she's doing the success and all that and you know they, they she's a role model for the the younger kids they're gonna want to be like her like yeah. I, I said this earlier about the you know the young club girls stuff exploding and 
I follow a Montville youth sports page on Facebook and there's a young girl wrestler recently. I know I shared the post with you who was the first female wrestler in their program in about 20 years. And, um, you know, it's just, it's so exciting to see, you know, and, but she gave the great advice, like follow your passion and don't listen to what anybody says. And if it's something you love to do, yeah. do it. So, um, I think that's fantastic. Coach Longo saying, great interview by you guys. Thanks so much for always supporting Becton. It means a lot to us. We forgot the Becton helmet tonight. Oh, this we forgot the Becton helmet. To put it out. I and, know. and not next week, but in two weeks, we debut the green screen. No, well, hopefully. Let's, let's, let's oh, no, 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 no. We're, we're gotta, debuting we that green screen. We got we to make sure Coach that we present get on call. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, no, great. Again, thank you guys. Uh, Becton, Coach Farina, Isabella, um, thank you for getting a little heated debate tonight. It was great. It's love. I mean, that'll probably be part two. will probably be in 10 minutes. <laughs> so we'll say, finish feel, it. We'll finish it like, off air. We'll let you guys know how it, how it works like we out. I invited the audience into um, our dinner conversation. Oh, that's every night. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's, what's different? It's every night, you know? It's just, hey, so it's live with a couple other people. What's the big deal? But uh, no, great job. Again, we definitely want to have uh, her back on, you know, follow her. And uh, again, we want to congratulate her going to the next level also. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And um, that was it. Thank Hard you, Coach season. Farina, again for coming on. And until next week. Yep. Thank you for watching, everyone. We'll see you next week.